G'day and welcome to Australia's favourite obsession of property. My name is Jeremy Cowan and this is my podcast where we get to talk about all things property. But this week, it's a little bit different. Normally we'd have a guest, but it's Christmas. So I thought I'd do a special Christmas episode. Because Christmas is a very special time of the year. It's a great time for us to reflect and spend some time with family and friends, to thank work colleagues. It's the silly season, where things can get a little bit out of hand. There's always plenty of Christmas parties and plenty of Christmas spirit to go around. But the question's got to be, what does all of this have to do with property? Well, probably a lot more than what you'd expect. See, Christmas is an important time. It's a time where we get to stop and think and reset. It's very important that we think about our work-life balance. This podcast is all about property. It's about the way in which we live and we touch and we feel property every day of our lives. It's a lot to do with investing. This podcast is for those people who are investors or those people who want to get into the property market to understand how property works. And that's obviously a very monetary thing, but at the same point, we all have a social connection to property. We all have family. We all grew up in our family home, which has special memories for us all. And it's this side of property that we should be thinking about at Christmas time. It's important to get our work-life balance in order. We should take some time to reflect, to plan. It's important for us to stop and think, you know, what do we want to be doing? Are we on the right track financially? Are we doing the things that we enjoy, that we want to be doing? Because there's no point working in a job to amass a fortune if you haven't enjoyed the journey along the way. It's important to get that work-life balance. In fact, we could probably call that our work-life investment balance. So I'd urge you all to take some time this Christmas to stop, to reflect, and to think about what it is that you want to achieve, to set some goals, and make sure that you're on the path that you want to be. Are you working the right hours? Are you in the right job? Are you buying the right assets? Are you leveraged at the right levels? But it's important we can take a lot of other lessons out of Christmas. Christmas is a time about giving. It's a time about sharing. And I'm a big believer in the whole idea that the more you give, the more you get. But it's not necessarily about money. You can give in so many ways, and that's what life's really all about. The more you put into life, the more you get out of it. The more you give in time, empathy, and friendship, support, the more you get involved in life, the more it gives back to you. But unfortunately, these days, Christmas has a very commercial feel about it. There's a lot of emphasis on sales and the money that goes through the till. We're always hearing about the Christmas sales. We're we're always talking about presents. We're getting bombarded with advertisements. Even now, we get the Black Friday specials in the lead up to Christmas, all about sales, 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 consumerism. Always wanting us and encouraging us to consume more and more and more. Our need for consumption is high. We now live a very consumer lifestyle. And I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying that's the way it is. If we think about consumption back 50 or 100 or 150 years ago, then clearly, you know, our expectations of life of what we want to live and how we want to live it are much, much greater. And it's not just about consumption, but it's about lifestyle as well. Our expectation as to how we want to eat out at restaurants, we want to go to bars and clubs and holidays and drive nice cars. There's a whole lot of other stuff that goes along with it. Our need for consumption is very, very high. And we all know 
that we've got cupboards full of doodads, thingamajigs and whatchamacallums that just sit there, wasting space and rotting away. And yet there's an awful emphasis on Christmas about this need to give, this need to consume, this need to buy. And why I bring this up from a property point of view is this leads to us having a very, very poor cash flow management with completely unrealistic expectations about life. Cash flow management is king when it comes to property because in order to create wealth, you need to be able to control your cash flow. You need to be able to stop and think, do I need that doodad? Do I really need to buy that thingamajig? And the consumerism that sits around Christmas just continues to emphasize our desire or our need that we need to consume, that we need to buy things, we need to have the latest, and we need to have the greatest. But as I said, having such expectations leads to very, very poor cash flow management. And the ease at which we can access credit makes this even worse. This is a terrible time of year for a lot of people where they put everything on the fantastic plastic. They just swipe and go, buying without respect for the future. Every dollar that you spend now is a dollar in the future. In fact, it's more than a dollar in the future that you can't invest or you can't do something else with. Instagram and other social media platforms have created the fake influencer where we see this world of consumerism of how we want to live, which is completely unrealistic. I can't emphasize enough how much buying stuff that goes down in value, it just kills. It kills your wealth. It just stops your ability to be able to continue to invest. And buying things on credit just ensures that you're going to live a life of poverty. There's just no way you can get ahead. When you get into that consumer debt, it is very, very hard to crawl out. And yet it's so easy with Visa cards and buy now, pay later and PayPal and the like. It's very, very, we get credit thrust in our face every day of our life. But the more consumer credit that you hold, the less your ability to control your cash flow And of course, that is always going to impede on your ability to invest. You just can't get ahead when you've got consumer debt. And you can't invest when you've got consumer debt because it just sucks. It sucks your cash flow. If you go to the bank and you have a look at your serviceability and you start putting in a couple of credit cards of $10,000 or $20,000, you'll find immediately it just zaps the amount of money that you can borrow. You should only ever buy assets that increase in value. The way to create real wealth is to borrow as much as you can and to buy appreciating assets and then have someone else pay them off. And property fits this perfectly because we know that all the productivity gains of society will always end up back in the property prices. As new infrastructure is built, it makes our properties more valuable. As population grows or becomes more and more specialized, of course, that means that property prices will be pushed further and further upwards. As technological advances are created and we become more and more productive, then that, again, just feeds straight back into the land price. So as humans, as we become more and more productive and our economies grow, then that means that that must feed back into the land price. So land and property are appreciating assets. And of course, our ability to rent a property means that we can have someone paying it off for us. And now in Australia, it is an unbelievable time for this. It is such a fantastic time to be investing in property because 
you've got interest rates at around 2% and you've got yields plus or minus around that 4% mark. So you're immediately, it's very, very easy to find cash flow positive properties. And then on the flip side, if we also look at that and we think about if we were really smart about our purchases, we can get properties that have got depreciation allowances and of course we can deduct the uh, the interest costs, etc. That the, the cash flow that you can get out of the properties at the moment is absolutely fantastic on top of the fact that you can invest for capital growth. It used to be that many investors saw a distinction between investing for yield or income as opposed for growth, whereas now you can actually invest in growth assets or properties that have a much higher growth rate and at the same point have very high income levels when matched against the interest payments that you're going to be paying. It is a fantastic time to be investing. But you need to be able to control your cash flow. If you can't control your cash flow, then it's very, very difficult to get ahead. And we see this all the time with people on average salaries who invest in property over a long period of time, create substantial amounts of wealth, wealth that far exceed the incomes that they are actually on. But we also see the opposite of that still occurring, that those people with the highest cash flow problems, the highest cash flow needs are the highest paid peoples, the doctors, the surgeons and the lawyers. People would be absolutely amazed that those people who earn often in the millions of dollars still struggle to make ends meet. And it's because of the fact that they just don't control their cash flow. If you don't control your cash flow, it doesn't matter how big your cash flow is. If it's out of control and you're spending more than you're earning, then at the end of the day, it's going to be very, very difficult to make ends meet. At some point, the house of cards will just fall apart. The problem with us as humans is that we typically spend what we earn. And if we think about that, you know, for those of us who might have gone to uni and, and, and struggled through uni life or in the early days of our working where our incomes were very low, and yet we still had no money because we were out, we were spending, we we're having fun with our friends. And then as we move through the stages of life, when we, have, when we get married, we have kids, etc., we've still got no money. And the same thing comes when they retire, is that if you don't control your cash flow, then you won't have any assets, you won't have any money. You must control your cash flow. If you can control your cash flow, then you can get on the gravy train that, of course, is the property investment market. But that does bring me back around to Christmas because Christmas is a time of giving and sharing. And you've got to stop and say, what is wealth and how is it measured? Because we've got to be thinking too about the quality of life that we live you know, how many assets do we want, you know, the, compared to the quality of the life that we want? We need to be spending time with our family and our friends. And of course, it's important that you take some time for yourself, some peaceful time to reflect, to stop and to think and to make sure that you're doing what you want to do in life, that you're doing your calling. Money is just a tool. At the end of the day, it's a tool that can be used in many, many different ways like a hammer that can create or a saw that can cut. That's all money is. So we need to think about that. We need to be thinking about how do we use our money. And I understand that Christmas is a tough time in a lot of ways to be thinking about this and to be trying to control our spending. But certainly I hope that over the Christmas New Year's period, you take some time to stop and reflect and think about your cash flow management. Think about your assets. Think about your portfolios. Think about where you want to be and what sort of investor you want to be. Christmas is all about family, friends, rest, reflection, and planning. So please 
take this time to think about those things and make sure you take care and enjoy the festive season. I'll wrap it up there, but from all of us at PAFO, thanks for joining us. Thanks for your support. We've really enjoyed it. I've particularly enjoyed putting these episodes together. I've got a lot planned for next year, and I'm looking forward to having a cracking 2021. Let's put 2020 behind it. It has been a pretty tough year, but at the same point, it has opened up a whole lot of investment gamuts. We know we're moving through the second part of the cycle. We've got rates at record low levels. We've got growth in the economy. We've got growth in the jobs market. We've got growth in, of course, the property markets themselves. It is a fantastic time to be building a portfolio for the second half of the investment cycle. And we are very excited for what we foresee. So next year, 2021 is going to be a massive year for property. And I look forward to you joining us again. Until then, have a great Christmas. And of course, don't forget, like, subscribe, tell your friends all about PAFO, property, Australia's favourite obsession. Your host, Jeremy Cownan and Cownan Flack Proprietary Limited are authorised representatives of PGW Financial Services Proprietary Limited, AFSL 384713. You've been listening to Property, Australia's favourite obsession. Any opinions, views or recommendations expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and should be considered general in nature as they do not consider your personal objectives or financial circumstances. You should therefore consider these matters yourself before deciding whether the advice is appropriate to you and if you should act upon it. Should advice be sought, please seek an appropriately qualified advisor. Investing may not be appropriate for everyone as there is inherent risk and the possibility of loss when investing in financial assets, just as there is the possibility of profits.